0: There we go. And it looks like the old uh, Zoomerino is doing a little recording in progress, as it were. And here we are, flipping on the old uh, Facebook live stream as well. (coughs) And it is a morning wine cellar. Um, Let's call this one (laughs) Jovid19. There we are, huh? Really? hey, Jovid nineteen really, huh? and then in the description, I'm gonna put the Korogan virus really it's my pro I could do whatever title I want the I almost left out the word the very important one the Corogan oh. virus come on <laughs> that pretty good. We're gonna run that one right on up there through the uh through your page all right and we gonna run that right on them filler boys over at the wine dot com. let's go ahead and give the podcast listeners what they're looking for what well, they're pretty good
1: I mean, Jesus was a white man, too. But, you, you know, it's like you have... He was a historical figure. I mean, that's a verifiable fact, as is Santa. He's I mean, one right. of the kids watching to know that. So yes. my point is, how do you just revise it, you know, in the middle of the legacy of the story and change Santa from white to black? Yeah.
0: Boy, just be yourself. If people don't like you if you're being yourself, fuck them! Let me tell you something.
2: I just go with a girl my i about your age. I try to please her peppy all the time without my weight. Nice I come in one day, I said, Nice weather we have. I say, You can't say that. You can't say that, it might rain. I said, Nice tie you got on." So You can't say that. My wife tried to choke me with me. What I'm trying to tell you, son, is be yourself. If people don't like how you be
0: yourself. Fuck them. Fuck them up against the wall. Wear handcuffs on. The crazy doing this. That's all you do.
3: Words to live by.
0: Live by them, son. Hey, um, I'm going to go to the
2: club now,
3: Uncle and...
2: Go. You, you, you go on and enjoy yourself, boy.
0: Now, sisters and brothers, we know we got over by the blood, the sweat, and the tears of sheroes and heroes, some whose names we know and some whose names we do not know. But I'm going to tell you something. We have been here before. Now, the only difference is we got some company, Rev. We got our gay, lesbian sisters and brothers with us this time. We got our Hispanic, Asian, Native American sisters and brothers with us this time. I think Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King said we may not have gotten here on the same ship, but we are in the same boat
3: right now.
0: All right. It is indeed 526 in the a.m. Saturday morning, September 4th, 2020 once. All right. And I will be um, toasting up a little um, a glass of Earl Stevens finest mm. and maybe a bit of uh, Manischewitz. You know, a little a little wine sipping. For uh, Maddie Stump moving forward Mm -hmm. with her education. Alright, and um, if you are in any way following the Wine Cellar, you are seeing this uh, live broadcast on the Facebooks. If you're up at this hour, I know some of you are up. I see how the memes move in the morning on the weekends. Alright, I don't know if you're still up or if you're getting up, but I see folks active on the weekends. All right, so if you're following the social dissonance, a critical analysis of justice page, that is tangential to Wine Cellar Media. And the feed is in your uh, feed. You follow Becky Lives Matter, the feed is in your feed. It is a video feed that's in your news feed. The feed feed is in your feed. All right, let's go with that. It's rhetorically meta, as I say. Word I always go with. Uh, Becky Lives Matter page, Wine Cellar Media. The white on white crime page. Wine Cellar Media, reading in the shade with Phoenix Kalidia, Wine Cellar Media. Yes, oh yeah, you smoke your marijuana on Hanukkah, don't you, ma'am? Sometimes. I've heard this. Sometimes. Edibles, lady. Yeah, I like edibles. <laughs> All right. I like edibles. Yes. <laughs> you sounded like Christy Alley when you said that one. Oh, do I? Yeah. voice from the '90s.
1: My voice—it really just—it doesn't know what it's doing when I wake up. It, it doesn't ha- it has not decided yet. Somebody is putting hashtag relatable
0: right there. My voice too doesn't know what to do in the morning. <laughs> all right, might as well uh, hop right into it. Um, science man Joe Rogan. all right. Medical practitioner Joe Rogan mm-hmm. professional Which- political commentator that predicted Donald Trump would legislate from the center. <laughs> Joe Rogan.
1: <laughs> which, I guess I now have to tweet about Joe Rogan, which should be fun, because every time I do, I get his uh, fan base in my um, mentions, and they're just like, like, they're very cultish, because I don't even Ooh. tag Joe Rogan, I just say his name. Oh, So they're, like, doing the name searches. It's the
0: bro hive. I was like,
1: it really is. (laughs) And they're always so angry. They're like, no, you don't understand. He's just asking questions, trying to learn things. And then it turns into this, like, why won't you let white men learn things? And, like, they get all angry and offended. And it's like, I'm not arguing with you.
0: I should sell flash drives preloaded with our soundboard so that people can just respond to the bro hive a-
1: a- as a- like, like in a way that w- they would understand. Yeah. Oh, that's the and- thing. If you talk to them in a way they understand, they get really angry. <laughs> Willy nilly nonsense. It is really nilly nonsense. Yeah, that's all you got to
0: say to him. Yeah. Be like, what? Are you from the Bro Hive? I'm here to tell you, there's a group of elitists that run this
1: nation, a bunch of globalists that run the world, and their <laughs> money runs it. And I'm going to tell you something, it is nothing more than a satanic death cult.
0: Yeah. I'm tell I'm you. Mm-hmm. you, you meet someone from the Bro Hive, af- after they type their whole screed in block text, because mm-hmm. fuck a paragraph. Yes. Just... You are the goddang
3: whitest person I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> I think uh, my favorite one was I like, uh, made a comment about how, like, Joe Rogan hangs out with Alex Jones, and that's how I know that Joe Rogan is not a trustworthy individual, because, you know, Alex Jones, like, we've covered Alex yeah. Jones. Y'all know this shit. Like, they, and, like, not just like. Um, Like, they're contemporaries because they're both, like, really well-known content creators in Texas. But, like, they're friends. They hang out personally. And apparently they go hunting together, which means Joe Rogan thinks Alex Jones is safe with a gun. Woo! <laughs> so, okay. I mean, you can try to convince me <laughs> that Joe Rogan has good ideas. Jesus! But I don't believe you. <laughs> But anyways, when I pointed that out, it turned into his fans being like, you sometimes, you you can't only, why are you inside an echo chamber? Why are you, you know, and it's like, I, I, and it's such a weird disingenuous argument to me. Um, yeah, you can be around people who disagree with you, but I have heard Alex Jones say that people should murder me for being a communist because I voted Democrat or something like that that's a little bit more than a slight political disagreement. And they always insult us by calling us
0: Democrats. <laughs> Fuck you, Skyler. Right. Like
1: I'm right. Like I'm not even a Democrat. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, his fan base is hilarious. And then like they try because you know of course Joe Rogan is like an edgy comedian. So then they think they're yeah. edgy comedians. And it's like, oh no, oh no. A white man is gonna try to make a slut shamey joke about me. I've never been here before. Oh God. How will I respond? Oh no, a white man saying something vaguely racist to me. That's never happened before. My feelings are hurt. (coughs) like nigga like, we've been we've been
0: jumped by skinheads we, we, we have dealt with the 90s white man remember timothy mcveigh and them Woo! like y'all is the internet white man shut your punk ass
1: up like, been fucking been, taylor like seriously like i've been getting called a nigger since i was like six like why why do you think that this one time is the time
0: yeah like you realize we dealt with the white man when the mullet was still normal all right. Oh God, we, we yeah. did. Oh God, we did. Yeah. Different kind of yeah. white man we come from. So, uh, <laughs> the, the hashtag white man, you do no harm.
2: Think yeah. about having
0: to eat my neighbors.
2: You think I like sizing up my neighbor? How I'm gonna haul him up by a chain and chop his ass up? I'll do it. <laughs> but I'm literally looking at my neighbors now, I'm going. I'm ready to hang them up and gut them and skin them and chop them up. You know what? I'm ready. My daughters aren't starving to death. I'll eat my neighbors. When my babies come into the equation, I will cook your ass up so fast and I'll tell them, oh, I killed a cow out back, baby. Here it is, because my babies ain't going to die for your crap, your failure. I will eat your leftist ass like corn. on. All right. Know that.
1: So that's the guy that Joe Rogan plays with guns with. (laughs) You're damn right. (laughs) Sure. I trust Joe Rogan's opinions about things. All right. So the
0: Roganator, um, I found, ah, my eardrums just popped. Shout out to the hip hop group uh, Dilated Peoples. Uh, (laughs) the, uh, uh, The fucking Los Angeles Times has something interesting up by an individual that calls himself Matt Pierce, And it just went up yester-fucking-day at 2.44 in the p.m., most likely western time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Pacifica time. Uh, And remember, folks, specific and pacific are two different words. Please don't confuse people from the west coast. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) All right, and right now it's uh, September 4th on over here. And uh, what's interesting about this one is that the premise of the article is sort of a break in the fourth wall thing. Oh, okay. E- yeah, even with the title that the editor gave them, right? This is another article about stuff Joe Rogan has said about the coronavirus with bonus timeline.
1: I like timelines. <laughs> I like time. And I see the picture they went with. I know where this is going.
0: What? You said, you, you're saying that that, that image of, of the Rogermeister? The Rogermeister. Meister. I just, uh, you know what? His towns have, his towns, his fans have fucking earned a reputation for being known to to be like that. Oh, yeah. They are brostronomical and everyone knows it. Brostronomical. Big time. All right. So, uh, and so I want to hop right to the timeline part here, which it gives you from July 24th, October 27th. All the way up through April 29th, August 20th to September 2nd, when I'm pretty sure is when they said, I want to pick up my pen now. Okay. Right? So, we're talking at June 12th, 2020. All right? We haven't even been to Michigan yet to look at a darn house. Mm -hmm. And, um, And he is hanging out with Bill Burr. You know, and I think Bill Burr is very easily influenced and probably shouldn't hang around the wrong crowd. He needs to just hang around his wife, Nia. She makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Like, you can tell when his comedy is coming from some shit she said to him in the living room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, you can tell because white feminists don't like what Nia says about them. They do not. No, no, no. Ah, uh, fucking. So the comedian Bill Burr is hanging out with the roaster, and he's criticizing lockdown, saying, quote, Lockdown, old people and sick people you know but to not let regular people do whatever the fuck they want you can't just lock people's freedom down for something that killed a small fraction of what you thought it was going to kill
1: didn't like 900 people die from COVID yesterday 900 I think
0: man he's the rogester that's not even like one episode worth of of downloads
1: for him Last time I checked, there's like eight hundred thousand people dead in the United States from COVID. Ah, I asked like a month of downloads. It's like a month of downloads. He could lose a month. Sadly, he could lose a month of downloads, and he would be fine. Yeah,
0: these they're expendable. They probably didn't even download
1: it anyway probably not right probably racist against the rogue man uh, well D did go on a tangent a couple months ago about how um cancel culture is just basically telling white men to shut up and it's not fair
0: cancel culture is just telling white men to shut up and it's not fair indeed so um <laughs> let's <laughs> that brings me to this article about the baby uh, that I uh, missed on the last one. Just a reminder there. What's going on with Da Baby? Oh, I like saying he, that hip is name. He still doing things. Well, he uh, met with HIV and gay activists following hateful remarks, oh. and they say that he was um, uh, receptive to uh, critiques and is trying to mend things. Mm-hmm. But you see, to my understanding, the people that are obsessed with the cancel culture myth also told me that Da Baby mm-hmm. was getting canceled. Yes, or that um, Nicholas Cannon. Was getting canceled. Yes, that Bill Cosby got canceled before yes. the cancel culture myth, and also got me tude as a man. I'm guessing. Yeah, but also allegations came out way before hashtags existed. Yep. Uh, you know what? The cancel culture. It, 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 it all makes it sense. Have to, it
1: doesn't have to make sense. It that's it why make it makes sense. sense. It would make sense if you were white.
0: Ah well, I have a white hand side. And the bottom of my feet are white. I step on white skin every day. Every day I get up and walk on whiteness. (laughs) When you think about it, the bottoms of black people's feet are white. And that is how we hold whiteness down. We keep it under our foot all day. Oh, my God. It's kind of oppressive, I'd say. Like the worst hotel ever. (laughs) (laughs) Um these are not all fully worthy bullet points to me but on april 28th 2021 that feller anthony fauci and his sixth grade education um uh he claims to be the u.s government's top infectious disease expert (laughs) yeah right Mm -hmm. uh he actually had to respond to rogan's comments from april 23rd about young people uh, not needing to get vaccinated in an appearance on the Today Show saying quote, that's incorrect even if you don't have any symptoms, you're propagating the outbreak by infecting others.
1: Oh my god. Yes ma'am. I just glanced at the I was glancing at what you're reading and the date really struck me. This is all in April? When is spring break? Ooh. So like right around spring break time, Joe Rogan is telling like eighteen to twenty five year olds they don't need to be vaccinated for COVID. Look, okay. Oh man. You see,
0: look, Thought Status Patrolled. I'm just gonna start saying the names of of misogynist groups (laughs) that have let me infiltrate them. (laughs) Yeah. So thought status patrolled and um and you're just an SJW that's trying to cancel the rogue man. Sure, okay. That's what I think you are. Mm-hmm. Alright. Mm-hmm. Like, what what's wrong with, with saying that during spring break? There's a
1: problem there? Oh, because uh previously when that happened, the year before a bunch mm-hmm. of kids came home and brought COVID to their families and killed their parents and grandparents and younger siblings. It was kinda bad. You can't prove that. that it- was literally covered pretty extensively By the by the lamestream media. Well, not everybody can have Joe Rogan or Alex money, or Alex Jones money, so, you know. But man, the, the truth
0: is that Jimmy
1: Dore, Alex
0: Jones, Joe Rogan, yes, I openly may just make fun of Jimmy Dore now, because he has slid smooth the fuck into being that guy.
1: He, it's so weird. Yeah. And Glenn Greenwald, too. What the fuck is wrong with that guy? <laughs> Greenwald, it's
0: a, I I don't know, it's uh I couldn't make a Substack joke quick enough. Like, That's I, all it was.
1: I, yeah, no, there seems like there's um like we're just in an era where I mean a bunch of white guys who seemed like kind of okay at least, maybe kind mostly on the side of good just got really fucking weird the last couple of years. Yeah. Like I swear to god there was a point in time when Glenn Greenwald was actually a good journalist. I swear to god. Yeah, I, I actually remember <laughs> like um
0: uh uh uh, back when it was the bob and ches show but then somebody got lost boy and visited his big cousin and on the bob and ches show hosted by bob seska popular um bootlicker on the democrat side of things um he actually had imani Gandhi, a big time um you know uh what was it uh evicting folks yeah yeah big time evicting folks paper signer
1: uh I think which oh god pre- we have Obama to find that episode because she keeps telling people on twitter that's not true and it's just slander against a black woman oh yeah
0: no i, I have them downloaded it's all good i have the mp3s i, I get it imani gandhi i mean yeah a, a lawyer that lies watch out um, <laughs> fucking yeah imani gandhi and uh, bob seska and um Chez pazienza was still hanging around for some reason And, uh, they just had a whole fuck Greenwald episode and then, (laughs) but this was because he was critiquing, uh, King Barry.
1: Okay. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. then he
0: actually had, um, Francis Langham, uh, who's the Democrat, uh, she goes by blue gal and she thinks that it wasn't so bad that, uh, for slaves, you know, uh, African slaves in America because they died with Jesus. Mm-hmm. you know which is she has a phd in um theology great use of the educational system fantastic uh, and uh had them on had yeah. her and mr electro is what he goes by on blogs but he goes by drift glass on the podcast had them on for just a fuck greenwald frenzy but again because he said mean things about king barry yeah all right and uh and that's what they were, and I knew those legit. Those critiques were just bullshit because you're just being partisan, right? But like,
1: the Green Man, he got ill. I don't know what happened. No, what happened? So, uh, yeah, the other day on Twitter, um, like Chelsea Manning made a tweet saying something like, "I just don't like want to associate with you," to Glenn Greenwald about Glenn Greenwald didn't even tag him, hmm. and um, he responded by just like writing about, like, just sharing DMs and stuff that Chelsea sent him over the years. It was fucking weird behavior. Yeah, because the first thing you should do when, especially a woman says to a man, I don't trust you and don't feel safe around you. Please leave me alone. The first thing you should do is release the DMs of any conversations you've ever had. What? (laughs)
0: Like,
1: what are you doing. As a man,
0: maybe he's just
1: green-spreading. He's green-spreading the, uh... But, yeah, like, him, and I think Rogan is one of those people. Like, Rogan did not used to irritate me this much ten years ago. No, his, uh, his program,
0: like, the shit was funny. It was, uh, kind of goofy. Like, I remember, cause I caught that shit early. Mm -hmm. Like, within, like, the first, like, 40 or 50 episodes. Yeah. And the shit was goofy as hell. Like, they would literally, like, smoke reefer Mm -hmm. like, about... 30 minutes into the show and the guy's get I up. I gotta go take a piss uh, somebody just keep talking, keep the microphone going, I'm taking a piss we're all gonna take turns but everyone's gotta keep talking okay, like they had no idea what they were doing, this right. shit was fun uh, Joey Diaz would come on there oh, I gotta tell you a story Joe by the time I was uh, doing a little too much blow in Santa Rosa like <laughs> fucking great stories by Joey Diaz, funny fucking show and um Going into 2013, it's like, if I could, you could put a pinpoint to it, but it is more of a wave of getting like, all right, he's starting to go around like, I I was libertarian, Mm -hmm. you know, getting this Adam Carolla on. Yeah. But like, when he was like, oh, yeah, no, being gay is the same thing as being black. That's the same discrimination. And I was like. Okay. He's putting that forward as a very serious argument. Yeah. And like, leaned on it. I remember that in 2013. Yeah, shortly before I met you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit more here, because um, we tangented way out of the Los Angeles Times. We did. Times. That, was, that, was, that was my <laughs> bad. <laughs> We're on August 6th, where uh, Rogan blasts the implications of vaccine mandates. Quote, you're moving one stick, because that's how, it, like, I'm not doing a great impression, but that's how Rogan actually talks. Like, some of these places that They do a Rogan impression and they do the sort of Sam Kennison yelling Mm -hmm. like some of his stand up comedies like that. But on his podcast, he really sounds like stereotypical white dude. Mm -hmm. Remove his face. He's Bill Lumberg. He's your boss (laughs) in the office. Uh, Fucking you're moving one step closer to dictatorship. That's what's going to happen with this vaccine passport that's what's gonna happen if they close borders you can't enter new york city unless you have papers you can't go here unless you have that you can't go on a plane unless you do what i say end quote it's almost like the right-wing whiny version of like when i try to tell white people you're not really a part of the power structure if you're not the ownership class yeah like, you're, you're just kind of, like, a street-level
1: white minion.
0: Like, they don't really care about you.
1: Well, see, what's funny about this to me, though, is because this is so, um like, anti-libertarian in a way, right? Because this is, I think, where, at least for me, where, like, libertarian always fucks up, right? <laughs> Because it's always about, like, personal liberty. And it's like, well, who's personal liberty? Because... If you, as the customer or consumer, have a right not to be vaccinated, the business owner also has a right not to let you in their establishment unless you're vaccinated. Yeah. Who wins? Who's who's who who gets more rights here? And also, like, why, <laughs> why should you punish? So, I mean, I'm not
0: talking about taxes or anything. You know, I'm talking about vaccines, and I'm just saying you shouldn't punish people that took a risk and pulled themselves up by their bootstraps. And started a successful business. Mm. Why should you punish them? I'm not like mocking a right wing argument that I hear about taxes or anything that I hear about white people and reparations. Mm-hmm. Broke ass white people of whom reparations wouldn't take the penny you don't have. You know, I'm just I'm just talking about vaccines and business owners mm-hmm. who worked hard, took a risk in capitalism right. and pulled themselves up by their bootstraps and created something great shouldn't they have freedom of association libertarians they're supposed to isn't that what rand paul said about the 1964 thing with that whole martin luther feller
1: yes i mean it wasn't that their whole argument about uh the gay wedding cakes and things like that too yeah we shouldn't have to i shouldn't have to make your virus wedding cake all right. I'm, then, but yeah, then well, also, like, well, and you know what? Let me go with the, cons- you know what? I'll use a conservative talking point on this one, actually. Oh, we wouldn't was do that? that. We wouldn't do that. Was it like Ben Carson, I think, was one of the people who said uh, about the gay wedding cake situation, right? Where, why would you go there if you know they don't even like you? Because then you say something like, they're just going to start poisoning your cakes or some shit. Oh, Remember that? fuck Ben Carson. We covered that. <clears throat> yeah. But, so uh, like but same logic here, why are you trying to go into a business that clearly doesn't want you but you're expecting good service? yeah, why are you doing that? Like you're setting yourself up for failure like are you just doing it so you have a reason to whine and complain about how unfair life is to you?
0: Oh, and just so we're clear like <laughs> I, as the owner of the business, I kind of like to lead from the front <laughs> so <laughs> just just that you know i'm one of those those lefty mcleftersons and i delete from the front so i'll actually be there and when i see you and i know you're very cis binary so mr and mrs right winger when you come in i'm i'm instructing my staff to just insult you berate you and give you bad service the whole way through
1: that's a we don't actually have to be nice I'm glad I do not own a restaurant or something because I would act an absolute fucking fool if I had anti-vaxxers coming in like I would literally just get a metal garbage can and a broomstick and just hit it and follow them around and scream plague bringers like some like medieval black plague shit like watch out the plague bringers are coming people like I absolutely i cannot with these fucking anti-vaxxers okay so we were watching that gordon
0: ramsay show and saying i would never open a restaurant now i kind of want to because it's my private property it's my garbage can i get to do that and i get to give everyone earplugs but you before i start i don't have to give everybody earplugs these are gifts that i'm you can write off on your taxes They're Gifts.
1: But yeah, I just I'm glad I'm not um working in a position where I have to be face to face with anti-vaxxers because it would not go well for me, because I would lose my temper.
0: Yeah. Would you lose your temper or would you respond reasonably? I
1: like, would respond I would not respond reasonably. I would be unreasonable and that's okay. So calling Because they're wait, unreasonable too. Wait a second. <laughs> yes.
0: Now, I'm, I don't know. You may have just signed yourself up for a mansplaining <laughs> this, ma'am. Because <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how calling bringers of plague plague bringers is unreasonable. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out how making noise to let other people know that bringers of plague are nearby is unreasonable. I don't see how being pro-life
1: mm-hmm.
0: is unreasonable. <laughs> Not, not, not seeing the problem on your privately owned property Mm -hmm. under capitalism. (laughs) Uh And as a person carrying indigenous blood, you kind of should have it anyway. Yes. (laughs) And with African blood, you should get something. (laughs) Yes. I don't know. (laughs) And let's get over here uh, back to the Los Angeles Times. Um, August 20th and September 2nd, obviously the last two um, of 2021, Rogan says the Pfizer and Moderna's highly successful mRNA vaccines are, quote, not really a vaccine in the traditional sense. I'm not saying that people shouldn't take it, but what I'm saying is you're, you're, Wait a minute. you're calling it a thing that it's not. And you're mandating people take it, you know, the gene therapy.
1: This is August. Literally April, he was saying, "Don't take it if you're healthy." No, don't worry about
0: that. What? He can't. He can't have a, a Joe This That's why white people don't like it when black people learn how to read. No, no. <laughs> and mm. the, and then fucking talk like this, all fucking smug and shit. <laughs> Oh god, like I, I can hear myself. I know what the fuck I sound like.
1: Because this is ridiculous. <laughs> People are dying every day. Like, just get the fucking vaccine and wear a mask, you goddamn weirdos. Hey,
0: I I I got, I got some of the nerd juice. It was fantastic, right? The first nerd juice, it made me feel like I had just recently did some bicep curls. I enjoyed it, and then the second nerd juice, nigga, I was, I felt however ravers feel for like. 24 straight hours <laughs> I was grooving that shit was flying and I woke up remember you? because mm-hmm. I woke up that morning and I like kind of bounced in the bed a couple times before yeah. I got up like yeah like I kind of hopped to my feet in a crouching position and bounced like 10 times and then bounced to my feet I was high as fuck <laughs> like telling you anti-vaxxers go get high off that vax nigga and y'all people that are making names up for reefer please make one called the vax they should all right i know no more angels food wedding cake cherry foam jizz whatever the fuck you're naming <laughs> these things name one the vax and i want it to be a indica leaning hybrid all right not sativa ha, wh- whatever sativa strain you cut it with Make it that purple shit. Okay. But yeah, cut the indica with the wildest purple shit you got as far however you're splicing up the seeds. Okay. Nerds.
1: <laughs> uh
0: again. September 2nd. Now it gets fun because it's two days ago. The Roganator announces his COVID nineteen diagnoses on Instagram. Uh-huh. Quote I had a headache and I just I just felt just run down uh throughout the night i got fevers and sweats and i knew what was going on <laughs> i got up in the morning and got tested and it turns out i got covid so we immediately threw the kitchen sink at it all kinds of meds uh mono uh what is that monoclonal monoclonal don't know that word monoclonal antibodies um ivermectin Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't do anything medical, folks. The vaccine is the most That's medical thing I've done that since ninety seven. Horse 97. dewormer
1: shit, right? Horse dewormer. I think so. So he
0: was just just in there bojacking.
1: I think so. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see, uh, Ivermectin, oh, okay So they do have a human version Oh, okay, but people are getting the livestock one Cause you can just buy it at a livestock store Like a, you know, like a farm and fleet and shit like that Ah So they can just get that one easier, I guess Alright, Ivermectin is an anti-parasitic drug Which is weird, cause COVID is not a parasite Oh, no Right?
0: For folks outside of the Midwest <laughs> Farm and fleet is like a Home Depot, but only for workers
1: Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of those workers are farmers. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So it is an anti-parasitic drug used to treat river blindness and intestinal roundworm infections in humans and deworming pets and livestock. That's for...
0: Wait, deworming for a virus? That's what we're doing. Well, and I, I dead up, folks. I'm not a science guy. I just read the nerdy shit that the science folks wrote. Yeah. Right. That's all I do. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not science at all. I know shit. Mm-hmm. Medical science. I don't know a damn thing. I think you know a bit more, really, because a lot of your experience. Yeah. Yeah. But me, I got, I got nothing. Um. But the Roger Meister continues a bit. So he took that ivermectin. Everything. And I also got a an a NAD drip, NAD in all caps drip. So is that when when they say drip? Is that where they they just stick a, a yeah. needle in you and it's on a hose? Yeah, like the bag above the. Oh, that's called the IV. Yeah. But it's not IV Mectin.
1: No, and IV just means intravenous because that's the, the 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 delivery system. Okay
0: okay and then intravenous okay I've read this word before again yeah.
1: folks I don't yeah. do medical things yeah <laughs> yeah. which you should probably add you haven't been to a doctor in like 10 years um but yeah right cause they put the needle in your arm and then it's got like the tube and the hose and it's attached to the bag and so like it's just cause it's just constantly of in your vein as a drip and that's that's why it's called an IV bag or you know the needle
2: okay.
0: the... and he ends it with um I did that three days in a row um uh, End quote. And, mono, and, and the monoclonal, uh, monoclonal antibodies are authorized treatments for COVID nineteen, but others are not. And can the medical people stop using the goofiest words they could think of for medical things? You want to hear Rogan
1: audio here? <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I was just gonna point out because I had to look it up because I know what he's talking about. That that NAD drip. Um, just so you know, the infusions start at seven hundred and forty nine dollars. That's the shit that... Uh, what the fuck is his name in Texas? Um, who's it? Abbott? That's the governor. Greg Abbott? Yeah. He also uh, had COVID and he was getting it too. I think his was like $1,000 per treatment or something. Okay. So, yeah. But, you know... But, but this is the... Th- like, literally, this is the problem that I have with Joe Rogan. Like just for a moment, skipping all the other goofy shit he said about COVID, is that he says he's, he's taking the ivermectin. So now a bunch of people who haven't researched would be like, oh, I can take it. I'll be fine. I'll cure my COVID. He's also taking something that costs like almost $1,000 a day to cure him. You don't have that part.
0: <laughs> and also that part where it's like he's taking it. Uh-uh. Wrong language. It is being administered to him yes. by professionals. Yes. All
2: right hello friends so i got back from the road saturday night feeling very weary i had a headache and i just felt just run down and just to be cautious i separated from my family slept in a different part of the house and throughout the night i got just to be cautious i separated from my family slept in a different part of the house and throughout the night I got fevers and sweats and I knew what was going on so I got up in the morning got tested and turns out I got COVID so we immediately threw the kitchen sink at it all kinds of meds monoclonal antibody
1: you know young healthy people don't need it but then as soon as I think I have it I'm quarantining myself for my young people in my family Like, where was this fucking concern when you were out here during, uh, you know, spring break telling college kids they don't need it? Like, these people are not on your side. Y'all are fucking, I don't know. People are just obsessed with being stands for celebrities that just don't give a fuck about them in any
2: capacity. These, Ivermectin, z pack prednisone, everything. Uh, And I also got an NAD drip and a vitamin drip, and I did that three days in a row. And so here we are on Wednesday, and I feel great. I really only had one bad day. Sunday sucked, but Monday was better. Tuesday felt better than Monday, and today I feel good. I actually feel pretty fucking good. Uh, That's the good news. The bad news is we have to move Friday the Friday show in Nashville. Uh, it's going to move to Sunday, October 24th. So that would be the new Nashville date. My apologies. Huh. What up? Oh, it's
1: just interesting that he's talking about all, like, these drug cocktails he's taking, but not a single fucking word about a doctor or any sort of medical professional involved. Because you can't just walk into, like, uh, like, a pharmacy and buy prednisone the way you buy Tylenol. You need a prescription for that shit. You can't just have a fucking nad drip. You... Nah,
0: that that's not that's not good for the individualist
1: bootstrap narrative. And it's also interesting that he went with prednisone to me as well. So, oh, what up? Because uh, it's a corticosteroid and it's an anti-inflammatory. But a lot of times, like I've been on it multiple times, and it's been specifically for um, like inflammation issues, but also usually around breathing. So when I'm getting like inflammation around my lungs and things like that, they always put me on uh, those type of corticosteroids. steroids or for like asthma. A lot of asthmatics use steroids. So it's just interesting that once again, um, he's saying all the shit about COVID not being shit. But here you are prepped the fuck up and ready to go like, oh, it might fuck up my lungs. I have a drug for that oh I might be low on this I have I have an IV for that like all right yeah well
0: they have (laughs) but we get it you have you're you're a medical professional you administered everything yourself in your Mm -hmm. basement you just Rogan it.
2: yep apologies to everyone obviously there's nothing that I can control um it is what it is crazy times we're living in uh but a wonderful heartfelt thank you to modern medicine for pulling me out of this so Ah, finally
0: not vaccines Well, vaccines are not modern medicine.
1: Vaccines are
0: not modern medicine. Vaccines are old school. That's polio (laughs) shit. And where actually part of that timeline that we didn't note um, from the Los Angeles Times was that uh, Rogan and Jones were uh, uh, questioning like polio's effectiveness, the, the effectiveness of the polio vaccine.
1: Right, because there's so many kindergartners with polio right now. What the fuck?
0: And again, I got a note again, shout out to the heads over at the Knowledge Fight Podcast, Dan and motherfucking Jordan, mm-hmm. uh, for pulling up that 2003 audio of Alex Jones saying that his father gave speeches for the John Birch Society. Mm-hmm. Confirmation confirmed. Yes. Yes. Because like, that was one of the first things I said after listening to Alex Jones for like a couple months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, really, literally, like a couple, just like two consecutive months, and I was like, "This guy is birchy as fuck," <laughs> and I don't know what it is because I I started um, analyzing Jones in 2015, and I was like, "There's some real birchy about this nigga," and it's only because um. I'm, I'm one of the people um, I listened to those interviews with uh, the homegirl Claire Connor mm-hmm. from her about her book uh, Wrapped in the Flag which damn we should order that oh we should yeah she probably has her own website to order it straight from her cut Bezos out of it
1: alright uh, mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah, I was just like one yes, my ma'am. last comment about Rogan I promised the last one yeah, is again also interesting that he's choosing to postpone his show when according to him he only f- felt bad for one day COVID ain't shit so why are you scared to be around your fan base?
0: I want to know which one he got. Did he get o- OG COVID or did he get in Delta? There's no
1: way he got Delta.
0: He didn't get Delta? No. Maybe he'll get it in the South. Maybe the South will rise again. I would like to see that. All right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Let's uh, take a look on over here. Folks, um, over at Atlanta Black Star, sometimes they uh, avert their gaze from celebrity nonsense and cover <laughs> actual fucking news. Um, so there was a black former McDonald's employee, uh, who done gone and filed himself a lawsuit against the McDonald's folks and one of its Kansas franchises, franchise okay. in Kansas. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and the allegations in this, um, request were that he requested to avoid shifts with a coworker who, uh, repeatedly used the N word were denied um anthony green is a former shift manager at mcdonald's and he also claims in the in the lawsuit filed on august 19th that his boss told him his hair was quote unprofessional end quote and that she didn't like people outside of her race the suit notes that the supervisor is not black Green's boss also allegedly told him the only reason he wasn't fired was because she didn't want him to pull the black card, according to a copy of the suit obtained by the folks at Atlanta Black Star. Uh, Mr. Green uh, was 17 when he began working as a shift manager at the Ottawa, Kansas McDonald's in January 2020. According to the suit, in February, Green heard a white employee, identified as Joseph, use the N-word. He subsequently reported the slur to his supervisor, identified as Cynthia, in writing, and requested not to be scheduled during the same shift as Joseph, the N-word man the nigger man, Joseph. Uh, but the suit says that uh, green continued to be scheduled at the same time as Joseph, the nigger man uh, mm-hmm. that McDonald's also did not take any action to address the racist language and that the colleague continued to refer to Mr. Green as boy by the colleague. We're talking about Joseph, the nigger man and referred to him as boy regularly. Uh, quote uh, from the suit, Defendants unlawfully and intentionally discriminated against plaintiff based on his race and acted in bad faith by interfering with recklessly disregarding and denying his legal rights when it allowed discrimination to continue unchecked. End quote from the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Mr. Green also requested a second time that he not be scheduled at the same time as Joseph, the nigger man, although <laughs> no changes like were made. Yes, I
1: can't can. say it like that. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, you saying I can't. I got no. No. What? Cannot. I cannot. No. Oh, yeah. Well, d-
1: these chicks are in there
2: doing TikTok dances.
1: And for Bolton.
0: And if I keep doing it, they're going to put me in quarantine camps. Um <clears throat> so uh, back to Joseph, the Nigger man so according according to the suit, Green supervisor quote, frequently criticized and demeaned him in ways that made him understand that he was being targeted and harassed because of his race end quote from the suit. Even when Green spoke to the owner of the location, Hugh O'Reilly, who is white, uh, spoke to Hugh O'Reilly about the racist language, no action was taken, according to the suit. Quote from the lawsuit, Upon information and belief, McDonald's took no further action regarding disciplining the employee, Joseph, the nigger man, or warning him not to engage in further racially harassing behavior from the lawsuit and um yeah <clears throat> it's they keep putting quotes from the lawsuit in separate paragraphs nigga just <laughs> dump them all together um i get it you're trying to hit a word count at the right. atlanta black star which I doubt, like, it's Atlanta Black Star. I don't think they have a lot of guidelines. Uh, <laughs> finally, the suit also alleges that Mr. Green was not correctly compensated for overtime and that his time card was altered to make it appear as though he had worked fewer hours.
2: Hmm. Uh,
0: quote uh, from the suit. This constant racial harassment made working at McDonald's too stressful for me or anyone else in my position to handle, especially because it was apparent that McDonald's had done nothing to stop the harassment and was not interested in doing so, end quote. All right, Green is seeking back pay, punitive damages, and emotional distress damages. I hope, and right now, Atlanta Black Star literally They have no links because they actually are the only ones covering this at the moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, This article did go up just yesterday. Maybe other outlets will cover it. But if they don't, then I have to keep coming back to Atlanta Black Star for updates. I will try to find them in between news about Brazilian butt lifts and the celebrities who get them. Yeah. Atlanta Black Star, please cover more actual news. I would like to see it. Jeepers creepers. And Chimney Sweepers. <laughs> and uh, something else in Atlanta Black Star. Um, I don't know why we're still obsessed with using this language. Uh, the headline, George's New Black Wall Street Market. <gasps> well, they missed right. their grand opening timeline but is on track to open next month with over 100 retailers eager to provide a first class experience
1: stop trying to sell capitalism to black people
0: yeah like stop it obviously the idea here is it's for um intra intra not inter but intra intra is the prefix intra racial classism mm-hmm. right the idea of being bougie as presented by people of whom, spell it phonetic to how they pronounce it, Yeah, hurts my feelings every time. And also, you're totally not the bourgeoisie. Like, we all don't like raggedy shit. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Even people who have raggedy shit and have to replace it with raggedy shit don't actually like it. They're just being economically suppressed by capitalism right. and can't get something a step above the raggedy shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you're getting um, a car that is a, what, a a sedan mm-hmm. over a, uh, what was the vehicle we had before? What would that be called? Oh, an economy. An economy. Mm-hmm. Or a compact, yeah. That does not put you in step with the bourgeoisie. It doesn't. One for one, you're the one driving the car still. <laughs> yeah. The bourgeoisie does not drive their cars. The only time they drive their cars is when it's some fucking brand new fucking sportsy thing on some stretch of highway that is unpoliced mm-hmm. because they wanna just fucking put the pedal to the metal as it were. Right. Yeah, like but you see they're putting the you're putting the Chevy to the levee. And it <laughs> sure was dry, I tell you that right now. But you are not one of the bourgeoisie, fellow black people.
1: Yeah, I see this uh, this conversation happening in a lot of ways on Twitter, especially because hmm. um, there's like such a huge uh, like black demographic on Twitter, and it's always interesting um, because one of the things that's always assumed uh, is that. They're just, uh, they're on that like temporary embarrassed millionaire shit where they really think they're about to have a come up. And there was literally a conversation yesterday. The guy got ratioed to hell, but he basically said something like, I would rather have dinner with Jay-Z than have $500,000 to start investing because I can learn more from Jay-Z. And my whole thing is I'm like, capitalism is about hoarding resources. Why the fuck do you think you as a stranger would even be at a table with Jay-Z, first of all. But let's just say you're at dinner with Jay-Z. Why do you think he's going to be look at you and be like, I'm going to mentor this young man and also turn him into a billionaire? What the fuck do you think is so special about you that other billionaires wanna just hang out with you? Yeah. Like,
0: it's weird. Also, the idea of secrets. Like, y'all niggas are so fucking stupid, man. You're fucking stupid. (laughs) You think it's secrets? Nigga, he's been telling you exactly how he did it since the first album the whole time. Yeah. Sold crack cocaine. Didn't get caught doing it. Even when I almost got caught doing it. I had 99 problems, but the female dog that the officer was not able to obtain to search my car with wasn't one that day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He told you how he did it. He took the crack money and bought studio time and beats and made an album and started a record label with a guy named Kareem and a guy named Dame. There are no secrets, you goofy looking prick. He made a song called Ain't No Nigga with an individual that went by the name of Foxy Brown, but her name is actually Inga, also from Brooklyn and was about 16, 17 years old at the time. It was the mid-90s, and they would go perform that song for $500 that they had to split, and Jay-Z would take his half of that $500 and invest it toward his business.
1: It's not a secret. So what I'm hearing, aside from the crack part, is that every successful, like, multi-millionaire, billionaire business person started with an assload of funding from the beginning. Yeah. And just made it keep growing. It's almost like you should just take the money instead of dinner with Jay-Z. Take, Yeah. <laughs> it's like, almost as if you're goofy like it, you're, what yeah. up yes man. oh yeah but you know that. but that really is the thing with capitalism where everyone's so concerned about getting up there themselves they don't really care about the consequences and you know that's like the other side of this conversation I see happening is actually about like luxury twitter which is actually like basically like petty bourgeoisie twitter like HBCU twitter like niggas where, that they, where
0: we can now afford what they do
1: I mean some of it we can some of it we can't okay but, we like, can't just go to Egypt <laughs> Well, we would have to get passports and, and I don't feel like a it. Whole, it would be a whole thing. But, um, you know, but they do stuff like that. And, you know, as has been pointed out, in order to have this sort of like um, black luxury culture, which is what they're trying to push on us as a new type of consumerism. Um, but in order to have this like black luxury culture, you have to have black people suffering because if it's a luxury to you that that like by definition, having a luxury item means not everyone can have it. That's why it's a luxury because people can't access it. So, like, by default, this is creating a lot of internal classism within the community because it's literally saying that, you know, those of us who did maybe get a college education and, well, you know, like the Amani Gandhis of the world, right, who... You know, parents, I think, helped pay for the bachelor's degree. Amani paid for law school. Now, you know, has had some really great jobs. Uh, yeah, this that, money, that's the story you know, she tells
0: now. The story she said in audio on the podcast was her parents just handled that.
1: Oh, well, there you yeah. go. But, you know, somebody like that who is coming from a little bit of class privilege and money and who... You know, I understand, you know, still being a black woman is still facing like racism and misogyny. So it's like, oh, yeah, I do want to treat myself. I do want something nice. I do want luxury. And so you feel entitled to luxury because the world around you is shit. But then you also have to investigate your own self of like, is my luxury fucking up other
0: people? You said your own self. Well, (laughs) yeah. I know, I get it. Our niece niece (laughs) is up here. She's from Florida. You are now influenced. Man. Yes.
1: But, yeah, but, no, that really is just, like, a conversation. And this, like, repackaging capitalism shit isn't really helping, and I hate it. Jesus. Yeah. again, it's about hoarding wealth, not redistributing among the community. And, like, what is the point of a handful of black people having money if everyone else is still hungry? Like, we've accomplished nothing. (laughs) And I think motherfuckers be lying to themselves. Like, frankly, I don't really value
0: the concept of travel, Mm -hmm. like, for the sake of travel. I don't give a fuck. I don't need to go see that thing. I see the same sunrise over these trees that I would see over fucking trees in another part of the planet. It's the same fucking sun. I'd rather just end climate change so that the whole planet is enjoyable. Um, I know you you have a contrary. You you like oh, things well, more I like, than I well, do.
1: Well, I, I personally like to travel, but that's just because I'm a nerd and I like learning about other cultures. But um, but that's just a me thing. But no, what I was actually thinking about in terms of that is I think a lot of black people are actually trying to like replicate sort of like uh, like white supremacy in that way, hmm. where I think a lot of black people feel good going to a poorer country and getting like to get treated you know Ugh,
0: like a celebrity because you're
1: something. like oh rich american tourist even though you're black you you know what i mean like you're still on that like rich american tourist shit so i really like i'm starting to think that's part of the reason that a lot of these folks are into the, like travel and shit is so it can be like not just one i can afford to go so be impressed with me but also look at how they treat me here cuz like remember the story about the i think she was a lesbian and she was living somewhere in like south asia she was a uh, black and american And ended up, like, getting, like, kicked out of the country. Do you remember that? No. Where it was, like, I was, uh, it was, it was a thing. But anyway, she was trying to be, like, a, like, an influencer. And so she moved somewhere in South Asia that was really cheap and was basically, like, look at how much money we're saving and look at this and look at that. And the government like found her videos and like, was like, you got to get the fuck out of this country. Cause you're just like not acting right. And then she tried to be like, well, it's because I'm a lesbian and that's why they don't like me. And I was like, no, it's because you were scamming people to get here doing some like colonizer shit, yeah. which is embarrassing. Cause you're like black American acting like a fucking colonizer. But yeah, that's, that's just my theory about why they're obsessed with things like travel. Cause they get to get treated like white people in third world countries. <laughs> I don't I don't like y'all niggas.
0: <laughs> and it, and even then, like, yeah, still like you said, um, like you, you have to have a money bomb yeah. like before you can do shit, right? Like some of y'all may know that like you see that Charleston White guy on fucking um online and you know, he talks all his whoop wop, tells his stories, but it's like he one thing he points out is he started his adulthood with a $20,000 inheritance, and he says straight up, that's what made my life good, mm-hmm. right? Master P, he went into his adulthood with a $10,000 inheritance from an uncle that died, mm-hmm. right? Like, Master P wasn't some brilliant businessman. Like, I've, I've argued before I learned about the inheritance that he just had a hot hand in a poker game, But he also had a $10,000 inheritance that got him at the table to play the poker game. Right. In the first fucking place. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because honestly, like, obviously it's a little bit different, like, with Jay-Z and things like that, talking about, like, crack and whatnot. But at the same time, it's like, so this is, like, those memes with, like, Jeff Bezos and shit like that, where they're like... You know, uh, anyone can be a millionaire, and it's like Jeff Bezos' parents loaned him so much money for this, and this person got to work for free out of their parents' garage for five years while they built this company. And it's like every fucking story is just about having some type of privilege so that you have the money to invest and make more money. Like (laughs) that's just how it works.
0: Yeah. Like (laughs) even with me, like I didn't get to have my mother all the way through. Right? She died, and shit got thwarted. But, like, I started my interest in audio under her. And mm-hmm. she saw I had an interest in audio. She immediately got me some shit with a microphone where I could record myself. And, you know, it's the early 90s. She got me one of those little Rapman keyboards. <laughs> and I could pl- run the keyboard into the boombox and record myself rapping over the keyboard beat mm-hmm. and shit like that. And, like, I could figure out my own voice and audio. So, like, well before my teenage years, I'm already not one of those people that's like, I can't stand the sound of my own voice. Like, no, I'm exploring my own voice artistically now because I had a parent that could invest in me. So, like, now I'm over here with fucking, I don't know, like, $300 worth of (laughs) microphoneage, you know, but, like, covered by fucking being able to run this wine cellar media thing Mm -hmm. because I got invested in early. Right. You know, even with, like, even five years in the foster care system couldn't thwart where I was going to be able to go with learning my voice and audio work. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, you know these clown ass niggas Jay Z's gonna tell you some secrets <laughs> Se- secrets that I swear to fuck listen, listen to the Blueprint 2 album he literally he tells you all about it Look, I, wasn't that what the 444 album was all about <sighs> he was literally talking about buying paintings so... and the paintings accruing value and shit um
1: yeah oh yeah I put that out of my head Because they were just making fun of him on Twitter for those paintings, too, because they're apparently made by some, like, homeless artist who, like, committed suicide when he was 25 or something, and they're like, this is not your guy. Why do you even have these? Oh, like, wait, is that, like, because it's ethically wrong to have them, right? Yeah, because he was, like, a for-the-people painter, not, like, a rich-people-can-hoard-my-shit-and-make-money-off-it painter. Oh. (laughs) I was like, well, he was, but... Jay big got bank, something for that. Big bank, take little bank, fu- as it tends to go every time. It's
0: funny how you knew that, but Jay-Z is keeping secrets. <laughs> He's the keeping fuck secrets.
1: Because like, I, I think that's like the wildest part to me is capitalism really is just that simple. Start off with money and exploit the fuck out of everybody underneath you. That's also, yeah, and if you
0: don't like, start out
1: with money, yeah,
0: just skip straight to the exploitation. Yeah. No matter how you got to do it, scam them, Right, right.
1: Cut their hours, cut their benefits, fucking uh, mark up the products that they make. Like, that's literally how capitalism works. What is the mystery? Like, I just don't want to do it because I don't like being unethical. But what's the fucking mystery? What? I
0: don't know, ma'am. But what I do know is that it is 624 in the a.m. Yes. And we got to get on down to that factory for a half shift. Yes all right so we hit up the ro oh damn one hour and two minutes that's pretty good, good. uh yeah we hit up the roganator the roger meister we mm-hmm. Roganed it up real good and um did, did did a little little news on a little racism down there at the mcdonald's yes and um wolfed some shit about uh attempted black capitalism
1: mm-hmm. um are we recording tomorrow
0: um Oh, you! Oh, you got some not, shit.
1: Uh, not a ton. I just we should cover the Elijah McClain update. Apparently, indictments have come down in that murder. Um, there's a school in Michigan I want to cover about like their mask mandates or lack thereof. Yeah. Uh, the QAnon Shaman is. There's updates on that. Good. And then someone actually thank you, Martial Law Project, because I don't know if you've seen headlines saying cops are just quitting in droves because they're demoralized after uh. the summer. The Marshall Project actually got on their shit and did a study, and it turns out that's just totally not accurate at all. Okay. So we should also cover that to clear up that very popular misconception.
0: Jesus Christ, can we do those things around a center topic of the film Cruella at request of a person who has supported the program?
1: I need to watch Cruella first.
0: Oh, you haven't seen it the first time yet. Uh, I
1: haven't. Fi- I've only made it like through like the first half. I haven't seen the second half. Say word. Um,
0: I w- I actually wouldn't mind. Like, I I love it enough personally. I want to own a copy anyway. And yeah. I think it's part of this sort of renaissance that's happening. Yeah. You know, with um, with Ooh, uh, we should do a movie
1: night with the kids with that.
0: I, I think um, uh, seven black. Yes. the the paperwork lady yes. uh, who comes on the program with us. Uh, we wa- we watched oh, it. Oh, okay. but, but let's slumber party it again. Yeah. Maybe, hopefully, like, right after work today. Oh, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, yeah. like, I'm off in a couple hours. It's weird yeah. that I'm even going. Yeah. Like, it's 6 o'clock and I'm off. It, like, it's 6, 26 a.m. right now. <laughs> I'm off at 11 a.m.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, okay. it's weird that I'm going in. Yeah, like, I shouldn't even wear cargo pants. I'm totally wearing cargo pants. I can't live without them any, like, and it's funny watching um like because uh, my niece works with me, folks. All right, breaking the f- shit out of the fourth wall for new listeners. Um, my niece works with me down at the factory, and of course um you know she's a uh, she's a, a cis girl, young woman. I blur between girl and woman because she's twenty and she's like a, a kid still, and um mm-hmm. she has her first pants with utilitarian pockets. Yes, and um. A, another individual um, at the job. I don't know their pronouns. I could assume, but why? Um, I don't know their pronouns, but uh, they're a fem person, and like, and they were like congratulating, like, "Hey, got po- what are you gonna do with all those pockets?" Right, like fucking a whole spray bottle can fit in the damn things. All mm-hmm. sorts of shit. It's fantastic, and um, I, I suggest doing that for all girls growing up, all girls fem folks, you know, as their kids. You know, give him a shot. Give him some pants with utilitarian pockets. Yeah. You can't go backwards in lifestyle.
1: There's someone on Twitter with 95,000 95, followers saying that Bernie is, uh, was cultivated by the KGB as part of Putin's warfare against the United States. Oh, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, because you see in the 1970s. Texas is a Putin <laughs> stronghold. Has been for years. Texas? Texas. It is QAnon positions adopted at the highest levels of power. I don't know what's going on. I don't know.
0: We know what's going on. They're being them, but we, we have the internet them. now. Because yeah. like, if we had the internet then, it, we, we wouldn't be saying QAnon. We'd be saying Satanic Panic. Yeah. Like Satanic Panic candidate wins another seat. Yeah. And it's not like they weren't. They just couldn't post about it. Oh, but I bet you they were. Yep. We were born in the 80s folks We're old and that's why we don't have All these fancy bells and whistles on our program We do not No there's not a whole bunch of cuts like. Oh god yeah. I
1: hate that style Yeah notice,
0: uh. notice how we just kind of talk And we just riff And like every single sentence Doesn't have like the editing On the end of it to where You can't even hear me take a breath No <gasps> you can hear me take a breath I'm natural I'm human This mm-hmm. is how we get our riff on Wine Alright, uh, PayPal.me slash and William. That tip jar is always open. If you're looking at the video right there on the screen, it's patreon.com slash wine cellar media fund, where you can hold it down on the monthly basis at the level of your choice or above the top level choice. If you're a gazillionaire, sign up for a quarter zillion. I could definitely use it to rehouse my comrades in this neighborhood yes. and basically turn all our backyards into a connected greenhouse. I would I'd love like, that. yeah, I'd love it. Yeah. And and I, and I I wouldn't play funny style with the people that already live there, right? If, if, if you have a gazillion and you give the wine cellar media a quarter zillion, the people that that already live in the houses next door wouldn't displace them. Buy them a house elsewhere. Yep. Right? At at a higher market rate value, whatever the fuck capitalism decided that is. Mm. At a higher market rate value. Right. Yeah, just so that our comrades could be near us. Because we need proximity, folks. Like, the, the internet linking up is cool, but... Yeah. Like, and I, I don't want to get on no Alex Jones shit, but what if you just
1: didn't have it? What if the internet shut down? Seriously, yeah. Like, technology well, is flimsy. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, that's not even Alex Jonesy, really. Because if you are, like, experiencing something like, say, a long-term power outage, like, if you have a hurricane or a yeah. snowstorm, that actually is. Like, if your power's just out for, like, three or four days, how many portable chargers do most people have? Yeah. Like, it's it's really not actually, like, it's actually kind of, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather be near y'all with fucking and then, greenhouses. And with- especially, too, with climate change, Um, you know, with, like, the weather being more severe, it seems to make sense to live near comrades so that, you know, if, you know, we live in the Midwest, snow is a thing. If there is one of those polar vortex winters, if someone lives across the street, we can literally just walk across the street and make sure their heat's working and they're okay and they have food. Yeah. Like, so, no, there is really something about uh, physical proximity as well. It would be neat. Imagine the connected greenhouse
0: across backyards.
1: Yes, like one of those community-sized greenhouses. I love those. Yeah,
0: right? You just yeah. walk through, right? With a basket. Mm-hmm. And some strawberries. Yes. Good. I'd like that. I'd like that. Mm, thank you. Thank yes. you. All right. Have fucking um, the solar panels on them. Mm-hmm. Make electricity, right? Buy oh generators.
1: There's a super super expensive one, but it's a uh, aquaponics one, and yeah, like that would be amazing to get Uber, like, super a community expensive. size. Yeah, and, but you know, if it was a community size, everyone could pitch in. But exactly. yeah, an she's aquaponics telling me to work one.
0: some overtime.
1: I, that one is too big for our yard. It's a community size one. Oh no! Sh- oh, it's fucking yeah. massive. Yeah. Okay,
0: so like we'd have to like buy a lot.
1: Well, you could if everyone took down their fences, you could lay it across the back. Because it's like a rectangle. I'm going to write letters to
0: the black billionaire class asking for grant money. Would you please give me some of your pocket <laughs> lint so that I can have Comrade Gardens? I mean, I would like to see it. <laughs> please, Oprah Winfrey, just a bit of what's on your debit card that fell out of your purse. Just a bit. Just, just, just a bit. one debit. Just Not even the full please. debit. Just a deb. Please, may I have some more. <laughs> yes, please, madam. <laughs> We just want a little garden for me, comrades and all. <laughs> all right. It, it really is six thirty-two. <laughs> we gotta get a goddamn park. All right. WineSolarMedia dot com. partners. Hey,
2: stop! Oh, we didn't live even drink.
0: check the comments at all, did we? No. And I put it on every Wine Solar Media page. <laughs> we
1: probably should check the fucking comments.
2: Recording stopped.
0: No, I didn't. Uh, stop live stream.